Welcome to the Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about healthcare technologies. Welcome to part two of our podcast on healthcare AI with Dell partner Viasa and our guest, Dr. Christopher Bouton, PhD, who's the CEO of Viasa. In part one, Chris gave us his definition of AI, explained why deep learning algorithms are gaining traction in healthcare, and the key challenges in accessing disparate, siloed data to feed those algorithms, and introduced us to Viasa's Layer Data Fabric technology intended to address this disparate data challenge. Let's pick up the conversation. Welcome back, Dr. Bouton. Chris, last time we left off with you having described Layer, the Viasa Data Fabric solution. You mentioned that Layer features a set of APIs. Has Viasa developed any technology that sits on top of these APIs? On top of the APIs, we've also built out a number of apps that are specific to the kinds of use cases that we've seen clients interested in utilizing these types of architectures for. So things like a dynamic knowledge graphing tool is built into an app called Axon that we provide. There's another app called Synapse that allows for the integration of deep learning AI analytics in the context of spreadsheets. So for example, you can have a list of items in a spreadsheet and then ask a natural language question and get back the answer to that question and basically populate a brand new column in your spreadsheet with all of the answers to that question from your spreadsheet. Trace is an app where we can apply deep learning analytics to geographic location data and be able to overlay the answers to questions in geographic regions or locations, things like clinical trial sites, that kind of thing. So the Axon, Synapse, and Trace apps, anything else? Cortex is an app in which we enable small compound or drug-like molecule analytics using deep learning for things like ADME prediction, toxicity prediction, de novo compound design. These are all the kinds of things that deep learning is also has enabled in a way that's novel and exciting. And then Retina is a app that allows for the management and analytics on image sets. So we've seen plenty of need for image analytics using deep learning, but we've also seen plenty of need for just the basic management of images because people are generating so many images today. So Retina sort of operates like an app for your photos on your personal desktop does, but it does it for scientific and healthcare imagery and obviously does so with an extreme amount of security and scalability for those types of photos. Boy, what an impressive product set. I mean, not just the data fabric, I'll call it an abstraction layer on top of various data lakes, pulling it together for not just access, but also security and all those good things you mentioned, but all the other actual, if you will, user-facing type applications that are taking advantage of that architecture. Tell me a little bit about the history of Vias. I know you mentioned it a little bit in your bio, but tell us a little about the origins of the company and how did you originally come up with the concept of data fabric and all these great applications on top of it? The story of Yas is actually, perhaps as many startups go, a little bit of a path through (laughs) the market and through learning how to apply these things. So it turns out that we actually started out building these apps and were primarily excited in the beginning of the company in the application of the algorithms. What happened along the way is that we went to clients and said, there are all these really cool new algorithms that you can apply. 
And almost every client that we spoke with said, that's great, except we still can't find our data. (laughs) If we can't find our data, we can't use your fancy algorithms. So along the way, what we realized was that we actually needed to also be building out a data architecture that could support the use of the algorithms. Layer is the end result of four and a half years worth of learning in the market with clients around what they want to be able to do with their data in order to apply these types of algorithms to it. It's been a classic startup history, but has definitely brought us to a place where we see a lot of applicability of these technologies for clients using deep learning technologies. So you started off with the applications, but then you realized that you needed to have the abstraction layer for the data to make use of those AI deep learning algorithms. Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) That's exactly right. Do you have any customer stories, any use cases out there in the market for Viasis technology? Yeah, the use cases that we're seeing now are primarily related to text analytics and image analytics. In both of those areas, deep learning algorithms provide a lot of value in enabling novel ways to classify, derive insights from, and otherwise utilize those types of content. So for example, in the text analytics space, clinical trial protocols are typically hundreds of pages long, have completely different formatting, and yet contain very important and valuable information relevant to the clinical trials that people are analyzing. And as a result, more facile ways of gaining information from those clinical trials is really important. In the image analytics space, doing a better job of utilizing images for things like diagnostics is a really compelling area in which to apply these types of algorithms. In both of those cases, it's also the case that you need to be able to attach the algorithms or expose the algorithms to the data that you want to run against. And you need for those architectures to be scalable and secure and permissions-based. In all of those cases, the data fabric architecture lends itself well, and the deep learning algorithms provide the value for the use cases. Can you describe your partnership with Dell? One of the things that's really interesting about deep learning algorithms is that perhaps more than most other types of algorithms, deep learning algorithms are highly reliant on the hardware that they're run against. And that's because these algorithms really need GPU or TPU-based processors in order to run efficiently. Working with a partner like Dell means that we can rely on that hardware to run our algorithms in highly efficient ways. It's also important to note that some of the types of storage capabilities that Dell provides are really valuable here. For example, Isilon systems are great for storing unstructured content. That's the exact kind of content that it's really compelling to apply deep learning algorithms to. So there's this really important connection to between deep learning algorithms and the hardware that they're run on. And therefore, we're really excited to be working with Dell to apply these algorithms on their hardware. I heard GPU in your answer there when you talked about the processing horsepower required. Are you GPU enabled with NVIDIA for your technology, Chris? Absolutely. Yeah, NVIDIA is a key provider of GPU architectures. We're actually an NVIDIA Inception member and also work closely with NVIDIA. In fact, all of our software is going to be deployed on the NGC Container Store as well in the near future. NVIDIA is right at the heart of the industry creating the types of GPU architectures that are so valuable for deep learning. And so we really value our connection with NVIDIA as well. A lot of organizations, when they look at technology like yours, 
can be a little bit intimidated trying to get from here to there to try to make maximum use of what it is that you have to offer. What do you say to organizations thinking about leveraging your technology? Because this is such a novel technology, it's often one of our greatest challenges just to describe to a client what's possible with these novel types of technologies. The way that I've seen it succeed most often is for the organizations to be open to the possibility that there are novel types of approaches that can help them make better use of their data and then to start testing the technologies. And it's possible to apply in the context of POCs or experimental implementation of these types of technologies, these algorithms for a given use case. And then in the context of the output from that type of experimentation, you start to gain a better sense for what these algorithms are capable of. So it's the idea of converting the abstract concept of AI into some tangible use cases. What's actually been one of our greatest challenges just to sort of work through the hype cycle and define for prospective clients that these are powerful new algorithms and they are capable of really interesting novel features or benefits. So I think that there's going to be a lot of compelling application of these technologies to a wide range of data in the life sciences and healthcare space, but also, of course, beyond in many different verticals. It's all happening right now. Enterprises, organizations are starting to realize that these algorithms are interesting and novel and are starting to apply them to a wide range of content to make better use of their data, gain better insights, and of course, ultimately enable more effective decision making. And that's at the very heart of the value prop of these algorithms. Let me ask you to put your futures hat on for a second here, Chris. AI is a very powerful technology, obviously. Where do you see it taking us, and specifically within healthcare? There's so much excitement and so much potential around this type of technology. And I think that there's a lot of incredible value to be gained from the use of these types of technologies. One nice way of thinking about these technologies is anywhere in an organization where you have large numbers of people doing relatively manual tasks, things like reading lots of papers or hand entering information from one spreadsheet into another or staring at images all day long. These are the kinds of things where deep learning algorithms can help to do some of those initial tasks that then allow the humans to raise the level of their activities to a second order, the order in which they're curating and analyzing the output of those types of algorithms. That ability to enable humans to do higher order work is really one of the key compelling places where I see these technologies being applied. Can you give any specific use cases of that, Chris, or is the field just too broad at this point? I think that the applications are so potentially broad that it's actually hard to fully define all the places that we're going to see these things crop up. But I think that we are going to start to see more and more application of deep learning technologies for the use of analyzing our data more effectively. Because at the end of the day, data is right at the center of the value and IP for each organization. And data is also growing exponentially every day. These algorithms are going to enable us to do a better job of utilizing all of that incredibly valuable content to make better decisions and ultimately help patients and save lives. There couldn't really be a more noble use of these types of technologies, in my opinion. Well, that's what it's all about, Chris. Thanks so much for those insights. This has been some wonderful information about your technology, your product, a little bit of your company history. 
I'm sure we've just scratched the surface. Where can folks go to find more information about your products and technologies? Our website is a great place to start. That's just www.vyasa.com. And of course, we're happy to give webinars and have conversations with people who are interested as well. Okay, good stuff. And that's vyasa.com, vyasa.com. Dr. Christopher Bouton, PhD, CEO of Vyasa, thank you so much for all this wonderful information on your data fabric technology layer and all of the interesting apps that layer on top of that, Axon, Synapse, Trace, Cortex, Retina, and all these great descriptions of the use cases in there. Any final thoughts? Thank you so much for this opportunity. And I wanted to thank Dell for the opportunity to speak about these technologies. I really think that it's an exciting time to think about the application of these technologies, and we're certainly excited to be working on them at Piazza. So thank you so much again. Well, thank you so much, Christopher, and hopefully we can have you back on a future Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.